player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 34 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. Hey yo. <laughs> How are you doing? You're doing good, I guess. We're going to keep rolling. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, good. Good. Doing good. I had a margarita before we came over. Ah, that would explain it. Hey, I had two today earlier, actually. So There we go. Um, but what I'm drinking now, from right here. In Memphis, Tennessee. Cheap pop. Uh, Ghost Something. River, Ghost River 1887, their IPA, which I had never had before, but I heard from my buddy Dane, shout out to Dane if you're watching, that it was really good. Gave it a try yesterday. He was right. It's really good. I really like it. So um, I don't know if you can get it outside of Memphis. I don't know how far they distribute. Probably not far. Probably not very far. But hey, if you're in Memphis and you're watching this, Ghost River is awesome. You might just know them by their golden ale and their red ale, but they make a lot of different beers, and this one's really good. And no, we're not sponsored, but if they would like to sponsor yep. us, that'd be great. What do you got? Oh, uh, you got Old Reliable. Old Reliable. Sweetwater 420. Also, fantastic brewery and fantastic beers. Uh, so good. Once it hits your lips, you like drinking it. So, this was a busy week. Sure was. Uh, so what do you want to hit first? I got some things written down here. Uh, Rogue One trailer. Let's just go right there. Okay. Uh, I'm pumped. I'm way more pumped than I was after the first teaser trailer, whatever it was. Yeah, we're starting to get a better feel for, I think, exactly how the movie's going to play out. Um, I'm kind of with, uh, trying to think of who, they may have both of them said it, Colin and Greg. Maybe it was just Colin. Didn't really need to see right. Vader. I think it was Colin. I don't. I mean, cool. I mean, we all knew he was going to be in it. Yeah. It's not like it's a new Vader. It's not like he's going to look different. So even when we saw right. him, it's not like it was going to be any kind of shock. But right. we've seen still, him in four movies. It would have been cool to just leave it. Yeah. Man, it is what it is. But no, I'm I'm pumped. Um, I think it's going to be good. Or they could have even just ended it with the breathing without showing him. Just right. <sighs> that would have been okay. But. Uh, I love it. It's completely different. There's no lightsabers, which is so weird for a Star Wars movie. There's Donnie Yen with his big old bow staff thing, uh, right. but there's no lightsabers. But it, it's like it's like a war. It's just a war. Like it's always been called. Like somebody was talking about. I can't remember who it was, but they nailed. It. They said we've always heard about. It might have been Jeremy Johns was talking about. We've always it's always been called Star Wars. wars. It's always been Star Wars, but we've never really seen a war. We've seen all these little battles and stuff. This looks like a flat out war for survival. Yeah. Um, so it's probably going to be a day one. I'd said oh, I can maybe I can wait till the weekend. Blah blah. No, I'm I'm a day one. I think it's a Thursday night showing. When is this? This December. Uh, yeah, the week before Christmas. So either like the 16th. So the same time. 17th. Is that what they're going to do for all of them? Yeah, that was when Star Wars. Yeah, same as last seven. Year. Right. Yeah. So and then eight will be the 18th or the 19th, whatever it is. So I'm interested to see how this does at the box office. It shouldn't beat Force Awakens because it doesn't. Have it won't. Seven but it in might. The title. I don't know how Force Awakens did on the second weekend. It didn't have much of a drop-off. Okay. This will either have, again, almost no drop-off, or I won't say it'll do better the second weekend, but I think it won't have the immediate draw, 
but if it's as good as I think it's going to be, I think word of mouth is going to spread. And yeah, people yeah. will people will go to see. But it. But it still does say. I, I still wish it was just called Star Wars colon Rogue One. I think Rogue One, a Star Wars story, just kind of sounds meh. I yeah. think they would have been better off just calling it Star Wars Rogue One. I think you get better ran, rate, name recognition and stuff. But I mean, Star Wars is Star Wars. So, and the uh, the movie poster, at least the one I've seen, is cool. I really like. Oh, it. The, but on the beach. Yeah, with like yeah. the Death Star, almost yep. just looks like cloud. Yeah, and we've never seen anything like that setting in Star Wars, so that's really cool. Right. I feel like to the casual observer, if you're just walking by, not paying attention, you're not you're not going to know that that's a Star Wars poster. Yep. But. And I love the scene, not really scene, but the shot of the Death Star, like, eclipse. Yeah. That's cool. On the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, no, the one no, where it actually goes, over sorry, the sun. Where it goes in yeah, front of the yeah, sun. That's like, holy crap, that thing is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm definitely pumped. Speaking of second week drop-offs, Suicide Squad was still number one. They dropped. Albeit a big drop-off. Yeah, 67%, which was better than Batman vs. Superman, 69% drop-off. So... They've made four hundred and thirty-five million worldwide so far. The problem is it's not opening in China. Yeah, because it's called Suicide Squad. Like Rasan and I were texting earlier, we're like, just call it Task Force X or Batman versus Superman Two. Just call it something. I was like, yeah, even just like dumb it down to be PG, not even PG thirteen. Get rid of Slipknot's head blowing up. Sorry, spoiler. Nobody cares about Slipknot. Get rid of any any of that stuff just so you can get it out there and people can watch it so you can get that revenue. But I still say these reports that it's got to make seven fifty to eight hundred to break even makes no sense. I don't when the budget so. was only one seventy five. They didn't spend say. they didn't spend six hundred million in marketing. That doesn't make any sense because the budget should include reshoots and stuff too. And that was only I think ten million dollars they spent on that. So Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Um I think it's gonna have a big drop off next weekend, but we'll or I mean a bigger drop off but i don't know what movies are coming out now born's already gone that was the only other one and that came before it you know what's stupid but tell me I can't help myself and i want to see it don't say sausage party sausage party i can't i think that's gonna be i mean stupid but hilarious the stupid thing is like i don't know what the rating is but it's certified fresh on rotten tomatoes it's supposed to be I mean, it's not just stupid. I mean, it's stupid. Yes, it is. It's very stupid. But those guys are clever. I mean, they're up there with... Who is it? Seth Rogen and who else? Evan Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Duh, of course. Um, They're up there with, like, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They're just as crude and... Insert other adjective here as it is. Uncouth. It's still very clever. It's very... Stupid yet smart. I think it's gonna be hilarious. I'm gonna have to go see it. Yeah, I'm not, but you can tell me. How I'll let you know. I'll let all of you know, unless you see it before me. Uh, my PS3 died. Well, I mean, it kind of died, and then I brought it back to life. Um, that that was the worst feeling. It, my PS3 was. If you saw us on Twitter, my PS3 has been freezing. When you boot it up, it, it does the like copyright Sony blah blah blah, and it comes up, and then it just freezes. I, I tried doing a couple different restores without wiping it completely and starting over, and that's what I had to do. So that was depressing. But some of my saves were backed up to PS Plus in the cloud. I didn't think any of them were, but none of them were games that I really care about. None of my metal, all my Metal Gear saves are gone and stuff like that. That sucks. But I guess all the more reason to play through them again. That's all right. Um, oh, the other thing I was going to say, Suicide Squad. I think 
if you've seen the music video for From Yesterday, I'm sure you have. Yeah. I think that music video was longer than Leto's screen time as the Joker. Probably. Because like that's a like nine a minute, eight, nine minute. Yeah. Right. It's like it a probably, four or five minute song, but. But it's like he shot it like a, probably a short movie. Yeah. Right. Um, what else we need to talk about? Oh, if you didn't see, we put up a really special video on YouTube this past week. It's called The History of Us. We've been getting a lot of good feedback on it um, from friends and from people in at, you know, the kind of funny community that we always talk about and other people and stuff. We really appreciate that. Go out and uh, give that a, a watch if you haven't yet. If you want to know more about us, where we come from, why we're doing this crazy thing, two 30-something-year-olds, all of a sudden they're like, yeah, let's start a podcast and a YouTube channel. Um, that'll explain to you why that, you know, why we made that decision. So a lot of people that are pure, you know, podcast listeners that haven't, that don't go on YouTube. Uh, we've been doing these quick hit videos that we haven't been putting them on SoundCloud or any of the podcast sites. We probably will continue not to. Um, yep. But just so you know, you're missing out. So if you've only been listening to podcasts, you're only getting about half the show for the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. You'll get to learn a little more about us. What have you been playing this week, Sean? Um, I feel like a failure, but I haven't really played. Oh, well, I played a little uh, Tricky Towers here the other night. That was fun. I'm dating it. I like it. That I was think fun. This is going to have to be a Let's Play. Yeah, I had only, like I was telling Sean, I, I downloaded it because it was free this month. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. But I only played it single player and i was like well this sucks this is not fun at all no it's it's definitely a multiplayer and then when we played a multiplayer it's so much more it was fun. it was very fun that doesn't seem like something i'd really care about right to play by myself but um but yeah that's all i really played uh i did yeah i'll go ahead and what have you been playing well that was was that a... we'll, we'll come back to me we'll do the whole video game thing first uh i played twilight princess more I'm really digging it. This is like, if you listen to our podcast when I was finally playing through Ocarina of Time. It's same, Ocarina all over. It's yeah. the exact same thing. It's like, I finally get it. Like, the first dungeon, it kind of sucked. It looks pretty cool. I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. I love it. And now I love it. Because so far, the only wolf stuff has been finding those those lightning the bugs. The teardrop Yeah, things, the tears whatever. of light Joy. or whatever they are. Um, it's I, I absolutely love it so far. I, I'm 10. What was I when we checked my save? Like over 10, 10 hours in, hours. I've only beat two dungeons. It's not like I suck or I'm going slow. This game's just really big. Um, and the dungeons are long, which I appreciate. But again, I'm now my only drawback. No, my only, I don't know, misgiving. What am I trying to say? Complaint? I guess. Two for two on easy bosses now. Yeah, so tell me about Goron Mines. So I don't remember. So Goron Mines, it's the fire. Well, a lot of it's it's very cool. There was like it was Death Mountain, but then there's also water parts, but not really like not like the Water Temple or anything like that. Um, platforming, different jumps and stuff. You got to time them with the the lava coming up and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so that was I, I really liked the dungeon. Um, so what was like the the task in that dungeon? Oh, that was. Uh, the four elders are held captive. Three of them you got to get the key shard from. You got to get three key shards, and then that opens up the boss door, which is the patriarch who turns uh, into okay. Phyrus, I think it was. Um, so, but before there, you get the iron boots because you got a sumo wrestle, which that was so weird. I was like, this is odd. When Link like stripped down, he took his shirt off, and he's like, <laughs> boom, boom. 
to practice and stuff. I was like, yep. this is weird. I remember that. Um, but then when you actually sumo wrestle the, the Gorgons, not the Gorgons, that's Medusa, the Gorons. No, is that it? No. Yeah, Goron. the Gorons. Um, you just stay dressed, which was nice. Thank you, Link, for keeping your clothes on. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, no, I don't remember. Something about Medusa. Iron boots. Oh, you get the iron boots. So you get the iron boots to be able to sumo wrestle them to get up actually into Death Mountain and all that. And then in the dungeon, you get the the bow and arrow. And I know this is how Zelda is. And now as I'm playing this, I'm like, maybe this is why Breath of the Wild is Breath of the Wild. Because you know if you get an item in a dungeon, you have to use that item to defeat the boss. Right. So when Fyrus pops up and he's big and scary and he's 30 feet tall and he's on fire and all this other stuff, and I'm like, oh, he's got a blinking light on his forehead. Wonder what I need to do. Funk. Yeah, but that's always, that's part of the That's part the of the charm. charm. But like, yeah. I wonder if, so the last new Zelda game we got before this, I'm not going to count Four Swords or whatever the hell that was, was um, Link, Link Between, Between Worlds. Worlds. You just buy the weapons. So they change that up, right. So you just get whatever weapons you want, and sometimes they'll help you, sometimes they won't. So that was almost like them starting to get away from that formula, I think. But and now it's like Breath of the Wild. They're like, no, everything's open. Go do whatever you want. There's like four dungeons and a bunch of little shrines or whatever. Um, yeah. But no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm like, I, I just, I'm like, oh, maybe this is why they're they're really changing up because that's how every Zelda has been pretty much. Right. Um but I really like it. And then I knew because I'd gotten the boots to get in there, I was like, okay, well, I'm shooting him in the, the eye thing like five times, and he's just, he wanders around. And then I look down, I'm like, oh, the floor is that blue stuff. Let me turn the iron boots on. Yep, I got the electricity. Oh, he's got a chain dragon behind him. Oh, that's cool. And I trip him up. I go there and chop him up three times. You do that, and he's dead. Um, but I like it. I really like it. Um, it's definitely going to take me a long time to get through it. But it is what it is. That thing's still spinning. It is still spinning. Well, because that's spinning. So oh, yeah, that's never going to stop. No. Um, okay, so you beat stop, won't stop. Um, basically the forest temple and the fire temple. Right. Oh, so you know what that means. Oh, no. The water temple's next. Yep. I think I know what it is, but I'm trying to think if I'm getting it confused. Is with... it worse than Ocarina's? Because Ocarina's, I didn't think it was that bad. That's Ocarina's... the one that you always hear about, but I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I remember it being kind of annoying. But I may be thinking of like the water level from Majora's Mask. And I'll, I'll be curious to, to hear about it to see if it's the one I'm thinking of. But I've been really busy, so I played that. I finished Telltale Batman. What'd you think? I love it. I love yeah. it so far. It ends on a cliffhanger that I didn't think it was going to... I mean, I knew it was going to end on a cliffhanger because they got to get you to buy all the different episodes or whatever. Um, it went in a direction I didn't think it was going to go in, so it's very interesting. We've never seen that I know of. I mean, I'm not as up on the comics as real Batman fans are, but I love Batman, but um, I don't know that I've ever seen this storyline in the comics or anything like that with Bruce and his family, so it's very interesting. I'm not going to say anything because I know you haven't played it yet. You should. Yeah. Um, you definitely should. It's not worth 25 bucks right now, but when you know you get five of these, it'll end up. Being right. Worth. I may wait to yeah, just do it all out. Cause it's only about two, two and a half hours. So you could blow through the whole thing in a couple of nights when it's all out. But right. I don't think you really have to worry about spoilers a lot with this. Cause I don't know that it's a lot of people are buying it or talking about it. Yeah. Um, and then I also just decided the other day, I was like, you know what? I keep thinking about this stupid game. I'm just going to finally do it. 
I played the Order 1886 again just to get the Platinum Trophy. Okay. And I must say, I now have three Platinum Trophies. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's the easiest Platinum you could get because the game, don't, don't, don't play the game. I'm not even going to let you borrow it or anything. Okay. game is just as bad as everybody said it was. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But they were so busy. I feel like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. They were so busy trying to see if they could. They didn't stop to think if they should. Uh, Make a game life. to go along uh, with the graphics. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, finds, finds a way. way. Uh, Going to upload a virus. And um, yeah. That is one big pile. Of- What's it? What's it? So I went back, and all I had to do is go through. You can do the different chapters, because I had to do the collectibles. So I went back and did that, and then I, I got the platinum. And I was like, okay, now I can close that up, delete off the hard drive, never think about it again, and I've got three platinum trophies now, even though that was an easy one. And I'll end up getting a fourth whenever Batman's done, because you get a platinum just for playing all the way through it. Oh, really? So. That might be my first platinum. There you go. Though. Hopefully it will be. Don't play it on your iPhone. Play it on the PlayStation. I don't know how much the, yeah, I don't know I what would, the price difference is, but you should. I would, I would get it on the Yeah, PS. do it on the PlayStation. Yeah. So what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, before we get in the news. I don't want to interject between video game talk, but um, just before I came over here, I finished uh, Stranger Things. Oh, you did? Okay. Really loved it. Okay. Um, I still haven't started. I think, but you're going to watch it? I think so. You need to. It's it's eight episodes. They're all right. like 40 minutes. minutes yeah. yeah. Um, really good. I think it hit a little bit of a lull in the middle. Okay. Like I remember one, two, three. I don't really remember what happened in four and five, but six, seven, and eight were all really good. Seven being the penultimate episode, usually that's your big like Ozymandias. Yes, exactly. Well, that was that wasn't no, that was that was the penultimate. It was. It wasn't the one before the penultimate. No, that was. Um, I thought there was two episodes. Tahajali like or whatever. A, well, Tahajali ended with that whole gunfight that Ozymandias started with. Oh, uh, okay. So that one ended kind of big, and then it carried through Ozymandias. Whatever yeah. Better Call Saul's done, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna wait till Better Call Saul's done, though. But, um, but yeah, seven was good. I think six and eight were better. It was weird because, like I said, usually that's the best episode of any season yep um and sometimes season finales are a little lackluster um but this one was fantastic so i was a little worried after seven wasn't very good i'm like is eight gonna not be good either but it ended great um it was weird because right kind of towards the end of it um all of a sudden i got like something in both my eyes and they both started tearing up it was this weird coincidence was where Brittany was like she cutting on, onions for lunch or something uh, and maybe that was it Could have, but um allergy season too yeah i got bad allergies um but no it was really good um i wasn't sure if it was that scares me that i'm gonna be a blubbering mess then you don't cry like i cry at everything uh, yeah um huh. it was so i wasn't sure if this was going to be a multi-season kind of thing or if it was going to be an anthology kind of thing like a american what. horror story kind of thing, right I don't know if this has been confirmed, but there's going to be a season two. It's very much, yeah, there has to be. Um, But highly recommend it for you, for anybody out there who hasn't seen it, watch it. If you like 80s, you know, sci-fi kind of movies, your your Goonies, dare I say even E.T., it harkens back to those those days. uh, Two Two, pretty damn good movies. I did. Um, 
highly recommend. Very, very good. Interesting. Starts great, ends great. Four and five are a little eh. But I think by three, you will already love it to where you're going to keep watching anyway, even though four and five, not a whole lot goes down. So two thumbs up. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of that, it just made me think. I hate that the uh, Master of None season two isn't coming till next year. See, that's something I have to watch. Oh, you haven't watched it? I have not watched one episode. He's he's hilarious. I, I haven't. I never watched Park and Parks and Rec because I just it was an office. I've seen random. Yeah. that's that's what I thought, and so I never watched it. But it's it's supposed it's to be no office, hilarious. but it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. and Pratt is in it, and what Polar yeah. is funny. So I'll probably yeah. end up. That's one of those. It's on Netflix. I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah, but Master of Nuns really funny. Um, and they are doing another, at least one more season, but they're not. They're, I think they're filming it now, maybe, and it's not coming out till seventeen. So that that sucks, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Uh, also, speaking of Netflix, since we can't keep talking, Brendan Nassie. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't watched Making a Murderer, um, where have you been? Even and if I, you haven't, even I watched it. Fast forward for a couple minutes. We'll make this quick. But uh, yeah, Brendan Nassie, murder conviction overturned. They found out the, or somebody finally decided. Did they say why? Basically, the the interrogation, if you even want to call it that, was like unlawful, unconstitutional, whatever you want to call it. Right? Why did it take him this long to figure that out? He's a minor. He's obviously a low IQ. Didn't have parents or guardians present. Didn't have a lawyer present. So, um, and now the state has X number of days to figure out if they want to retry him or just say screw it so i'm curious to see how this plays out for Stephen avery because that was one of the things they used to convict him so what happens with that now not to mention didn't i read aren't they doing a second season yep okay so they just got a whole lot of more a whole lot more material yeah, now really. i think uh buting and what was the other guy's name the, the lawyers that were so yeah, awesome i think they were behind this Oh, really? No, I don't know. I'm just, oh. It just seems... I mean, they got, like, minor celeb status from this. And now that there's, like, a season yeah. two, it's like, well, what are you going to talk about in season two? Well, now you got something to talk about. So, I, For being defense lawyers, they seem pretty cool. Those guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would like to get a drink with them. Yeah. Speaking of drinks, you know what we got, Sean? Do we have drinks? We got drinks, but we also got news. All righty, so the time is finally almost here, it seems, for us to find out what in the blue hell the PlayStation 4K slash Neo slash 4.5 actually is. So, September 7th, 3 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you're by your uh, your computers, your phones, your iPads, something. Uh, there is an event in New York City. Which, it's funny because this is the first time PlayStation has held an event there since they unveiled the PlayStation 4. Now they're going to unveil the next PlayStation 4. Um, September 7th, 3 p.m. There's also rumors about a PS4 Slim being unveiled there too, which I think makes sense. At first, people started going nuts because there was some copyright for a PS Vita Trinity. And people went, oh my god, they're making another Vita. I know. Morpheus, Morpheus, Neo, Neo Trinity. and Trinity. Wow. But they think that that actually, when you actually look at the stuff, it seems like it's probably a PS4 Slim. Hmm. P- 
people were going nuts. Oh my God, they're really going to make another Vita. Uh, it didn't last long because it looks like it's just a PlayStation Slim, but it is what it is. So here's what's interesting though. The rumors are saying dev kits are rolling out that same day or around that same day. That's interesting because this thing supposedly was coming out in October. The rumors were that it was going to launch with uh, PSVR or shortly before, shortly after, all this other kind of stuff. I can't believe that if they're just sending out dev kits now. I mean, now, granted, people, they they probably, they know what the specs are and everything. So, they, I mean, they build all these games on PCs anyways. So, they, they could benchmark it for what they, they think the Neo is going to be. But it's just interesting that the dev kits are officially rolling out then, well, supposedly. So, I want to ask you, Sean. So, do we think it's not coming out this year? Do we think if that is the case, did they get taken aback by Project Scorpio? And Microsoft. I can't imagine it wouldn't come out this year. Seems a little late in the game to make a big, yeah, to like, oh, never mind. Right. I mean, if it was originally supposed to come out in October, and then, yeah, they, I think, probably rebooted somewhat because of Scorpio. But, I don't know. It's not a new system. It's just an upgraded system. I can't imagine they would announce this September 7th and it wouldn't actually be for sale for another few months. I think it's coming out this year. I think it has to. I think so too, because you don't want to miss the holiday season. That's right. why it was so weird when we heard, well, the NX isn't coming out till March. Now, if you go back to that episode when we talked about console release dates, is your leg still bothering it was my. It was caught under the chair. Oh. We, we need better chairs. We do. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Consoles almost always release fourth quarter, right before Christmas shopping season and everything. Handhelds tend to come out in the spring. And then they said NX is coming out March. And we're like, oh, that's weird because consoles never come out then. That should have again said, well, duh, it's not a console. <laughs> it really is just a handheld. But but anyways, I think what they, they're probably doing is... I, I don't think they're going to go back to the drawing board and make a new PlayStation Neo. I don't think so. I no. think they're just like, well, crap. All right, Scorpio, you got us beat. But guess what? We're out a year before you are, and we've sold twice as many systems as you had. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? I think it's too late in the game to change it. I think they got to get it out this year. I still think it comes out, like you said, because it's really just an incremental increase. It's not the PlayStation 5. I think it comes out almost exactly one month later when PSVR does. Yeah. It has to. They want to get it out. They want to sell as many systems as they can this holiday season. Um, I still don't. I just don't know. It does kind of worry me because I'm going to be one of those people who I'm not, again, unless there's some crazy trade-in deal that they do, I'm not going to get a Neo, but I think I do want VR. And the fact that they're more or less handcuffing these together. They're going to come out at the same time. Obviously, they're going to use one to kind of sell the other. I'm a little worried. I know you don't need it for VR, but I'm a little worried that VR is going to be meant for the Neo. And that you won't get the full 100% experience on old PS4. I'm a little worried about that. Not to mention that you know what's going to happen, though, from now on. Every game they show at every E3, PlayStation Experience, Gamescom, it's going to be on the Neo. So they're going to be like, 
Well, that's what that was so, great, but what's it going to look like on mine? Right, like I know you said God of War four. You were showing that on a regular. You said that was a regular PlayStation four. It's not the Neo. We promise. But now we're going to be like okay, because I guarantee they're going to show God of War tomorrow. They have to. That's yeah. good. It's always God of War always pushes the systems. Every system it's been on, it pushes it to the limit. It's going to push. I, I just I wonder what it's going to look like, and it's going to be you know what is it? What am I doing? Why are you drinking my <laughs> empty beer? Would you like another margarita? <laughs> Yes. Um, I don't have any. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. It's just, man. And it's not like I can even try and sell my PS4 for much. Once that gets announced, it's like when a iPhone 7 gets announced, my 6 is going to be worth like 50 bucks. You know, I'm going to try to hold out for a year for the 10th anniversary phone. But anyways, so my only option would be if I really want to get one, give the boys the PlayStation 4, move it upstairs. They can play wrestling and 2k and all that stuff that i don't care about they can just play it on there and then i don't i free up my uh my hard drive space and everything that thing's still spinning well i know because that, <laughs> that fan so we're in the pool house recording studios and it's kind of stuffy in here because it's memphis so we turned on the fan all the way across the pool house recording studio and it is moving the one that's kind of above us so if you see some weird lighting or stuff remember that's, that's the fan we're not professionals um so the only other thing that's kind of weird and you run into this with like TV commercials and stuff too. When you advertise PS4, K, PS Neo, 4.5, whatever content, it's only going to look as good as you're not looking at it on a 4K screen. Right. And right. so is it really going to look, I just don't think you're going to see again, what I, until you're actually playing it yourself, I don't think on you're a 4K get the TV. Full effect. Yeah. Right. I don't think you're going to get the full effect of the the upgrade in performance until you can actually play it yourself and yeah to you know mainly on a 4K TV. But again, I think the PlayStation 4 looks good enough. Uncharted 4 it looks, yeah. is oh my god, I, I was saying the order is pretty. Uncharted 4 is just the best looking video game I've ever seen, I think. Again, like we talked about, I want to see that extra Horsepower go towards GTA six, you can go in every building or you can go in almost every building or you know what I mean? Pop in doesn't exist anymore. Draw distance is further than you can see. Except we're not gonna get that. Because they're not oh, gonna yeah, make right. why, why, Neo why exclusive yeah. games. So Yeah. I don't know. I don't see me getting this unless there's an unbelievable like trade in deal. Which if they somehow say trade in your PS four and we'll give you two hundred bucks towards a Neo Okay. Now we now can you're talk, talking. especially since we didn't have to pay for these PlayStations. Yeah. All right, next up, No Man's Sky. I almost feel bad even talking about this, but we care about you, the viewer. If you've been on the fence about this game, we want you to know... We're allowed to talk about this game, right? <laughs> yes, we're okay. allowed to talk about this game. Whoo, boy. The launch for this game on PC and PlayStation 4 has been mm, less than good, I would say. The PC launch has actually been horrible. That's for, weird because PC gaming is, is so, so awesome. awesome. With your drivers and stuff. Oh, God, I don't want to sound like Colin and Greg, but I do agree with them. So here's some of the issues on the PC. Frame rate issues. People can't even open the game. If they do open the game, it crashes after three to four minutes. Audio issues. Minimum re- people are saying the minimum requirements that Hello Games put out must be wrong because it makes no sense. Somebody was also quoted as saying, quote, Jesus himself couldn't build a PC that runs this game. And right 
Well, I don't. We're recording this Saturday night. I don't know if it's as of now, but when I researched this, it was at a twenty nine percent. So just barely better than Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. Twenty nine percent positive reviews on Steam. Wow. So we know some games have issues on the the PC Master Race. Uh, there's also been issues on PlayStation Four. If you did the pre order bonus where you get this special ship to start with it breaks the game and you can't progress because since you've got this new ship and uh, pardon me if I'm a little bit off on the details here, but because you get this ship, you don't go through this very beginning thing in the story where you have to, uh, they teach you how to build a hyperdrive. You get to a point in the game where you need a hyperdrive to get off the planet and you never learned it. So you don't have, so you have to delete your save and start over. I'm sure they'll patch it and fix it, but it sucks for you people with the pre-order ship you're sitting on a planet that you can't get off of. That'll that teach sucks. you to pre-order a game. Yeah. Um, so, and then now just some overall impressions. And by the way, this game's at a 68 right now in Metacritic. Some of the, the scored reviews started coming out. IGN gave it a 6 out of 10 so far. It's still a review in progress. Um, but here are some of the comments I've said. And again, some people do like it, but I want to give some of these impressions here. Exploring isn't fun. Well, that's what the game's supposed to be about. You go, you go to a planet, you get loot, you leave, you sell it up at the outpost, and then you do that again at the next planet. All to upgrade your ship and your equipment and stuff so you can breed and all that stuff. So you can go to new planets and do the same thing. Yeah. And then I think it was Andrew Goldfarb. I think it was Goldfarb who said it on uh, Beyond this week. He said, quote, for a game about exploring, they make it really hard to explore. Because you only get so many charges for your ship to, like, get up and drive around and fly around and whatever. So you're left with the choice. Do I want to just walk around this planet and take 45 minutes to get from here to there? Or do I use my ship and then be out of power? And then I got to mine stuff and everything to get stuff to power the ship so I can get off the planet. That almost makes it sound like a mobile, like free to play kind of game where it's like, yeah, you can it play, but you only have so much energy. And once you run out, well, you got to wait. Until it doesn't it comes back. sound like a $60 triple a style release yeah uh some people have said the animals that you find they're basically like lego animals where you just take a body you take a body and then you put a head and then you put a couple like well let's take these legs and those arms and that tail with that head and boom there's your procedurally generated now again you, you can't just program a game to just fart out animals that have never been seen before you have to have something has to be programmed in there for them to build from so i understand it but it was just a funny concept to think these lego animals walking all around the physics make no sense like i I was watching a let's play where they come up to this big uh chunk like this big scientific terms or thing and you would think so you've got your mining gun and you shoot it to get the stuff to come out but you would think if there's this big think of like a rocket stonehenge if you shoot at the bottom of the rock and it disappears, the rock's going to fall over, right? If you take out all of the bottom, yeah. Yeah. Nope, it just floats. It just stays there. It just stays there. It doesn't, like, float. It just doesn't move. So the physics are weird. Fans of the game will be like, oh, well, it's, um, it's outer space, and they have different gravity. And uh, Shut up. No. They just didn't program that in the game, and it's messed up. I, like I said, 68 on Metacritic. People were talking about this game being like Minecraft in space. No. Minecraft seems so much more fun than this because Minecraft, you actually get to like build stuff and build worlds and just do whatever you want. This is just 
exploring and mining, selling, upgrade your ship, and go on to try to get to the center of the universe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I literally have no interest in playing this game. I thought it might... I mean, I didn't before, but I thought there may be some part of me that would... Once I started seeing gameplay and hearing more about it, I might be tempted. I have no interest in playing this game. I, it just doesn't sound I don't fun. Either. It sounds so repetitive. and That's what know. it is. The gameplay loop seems like it's very short, and it's very repetitive. It's but a cool fun. concept, like basically more or less like infinite space that you just get to explore. But I don't know. Cool concept, but I guess in... It's a cool idea in theory, but in practice, I guess it just doesn't really work. Oh, here's the other thing. I think it was uh, Jim Sterling said in his review, he's like, because there is combat, you know, there's space space combat combat, and stuff, and then there's like, you can piss off the animals if you don't feed them metal or whatever. He said, if this was just a first-person shooter with these mechanics, it would be like the worst first person shooter ever made. Like the game, the gunplay is horrible. Whether you're flying or on foot, it is horrible. It controls so poorly. It's not fun. I'm like, I just, Uh I don't know. I hate for people that were waiting for this game forever. It seems like I was the most hyped for this game the first time I saw it at the VGAs in 2013. And then every time I'm like, there's nothing new. There's nothing new. And I'm like, oh, this... And it's $60. No way. My, my time is way too precious to, you know, to then, then to put 100 hours into this game. I'd rather go back to Metal Gear Solid and try to platinum that. Um, but that's not going to happen. I gave up on that dream. Well, it wouldn't be a two-player co-op podcast without some more NX rumors, would it, Sean? It would not. From IGN. Nintendo has filed a patent application that supports prior rumors claiming the NX will feature detachable controllers. Although this looks like nothing like we saw the other day in that drawing that Kotaku did. The application, which was filed back in January and published today, is for a detachable controller. You can see it there, right? If I scroll. Add-on that can connect to the side of a portable gaming device. Instead of using electric signals, the controller add-on sends information to the system using an infrared camera that reads the player's button presses. As noted by Neograph, blah, 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 it's basically a plastic shell with camera-slash-software doing all the work, which removes the need for any electrical components, potentially lowering the cost of the device. Sean, this has me really worried. Does this have you worried? I don't know. I mean... No more than I already was. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what we thought. It looks a little different. It's done via infrared for some reason instead of, you know, electronic connections. But it's still, I'm still not thrilled with the idea, but I'm no more worried than I was at the first uh, rumor roundup of it. So. I don't know. I'm I'm still holding out hope. It's certainly different. Um, but no, I mean, this alone doesn't you know turn me off to the NX at all, I don't think. Here's why I'm worried. First off, there's no analog. There's no right analog. Well, I'm wondering how detailed. Right. I mean. But there's other images that I didn't go through here. I didn't put them all in this story. I mean, here's what I'm worried about. And nobody has said this, at least that I've seen, but this is what I'm thinking. What if these are optional accessories? 
I don't. What if this is an iPad? I don't think so, dude. But that's how these work. If that's if the, if they're saying these are infrared slash like camera stuff, when you push a button, it's there's there's a sensor there that says okay they pushed X. Like you're not actually you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So it's like it's it's basically going over the screen where the touch Y X B A would be. I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's what worries me. That it's like okay we've gone to an all touch screen device like this phone, but for those of you that still like buttons. You can buy these this attachment. That scares the hell out of me. I don't think they would do that. I hope not. The other thing that just occurred to me is... Not that I was in love with the idea of the detachable controllers to begin with, but now it seems like the controllers are completely useless. You can't use them detached. They don't work as just standalone. If they have no electronics, yeah, they can't do anything. So, so I'm assuming that that'll just be an additional peripheral. It's a new controller you'll have to buy. If you don't want to play holding on to the unit, you're going to have to probably buy separate controllers. I mean, to me, that's right up there with them not including a charger with the 3DS. Or the NES Classic in the UK. But... I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Um but I'm holding out hope. I guess here's what I I'm want, saying. I want to like it. I want to like Nintendo again. I just don't want this to be an all touch screen device. I can't imagine they would do that. That's but they're they're making iPhone games now. Yeah. I mean, Mitomo doesn't really count and they didn't no. make Pokemon Go. But we know what what was it? Uh, or no, that was Capcom. Never mind. We don't know what Nintendo's making, but I think they've got two more coming. I don't know. That's what I don't think me. they'll do. That it's too. You can't. You cannot play Zelda that way. Yeah, how are you gonna play Breath of the Wild on this thing? Uh, uh, and then you're taking up the screen. I just. I mean, I think they would have learned their lesson by how bad Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks were. Zelda on a touch screen. I can't even imagine touch screen controls doesn't work. I don't. I don't think they would do that. I think that would even be easier, though, using a stylus than just holding this thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, this seems Um, even worse than that. Like when I see the kids playing Minecraft on this and they've got like a D-pad here (laughs) and they've got, bless you, and they got their buttons over here. I'm like, yeah, that's just annoying the hell out of me. Like, I don't want to look at that. It doesn't work. I will say that is you are the first person I've heard say that. And God help us if that turns out to be true. But I can't. I don't think they'll do I it. I can't imagine they would do that. But just know you heard it here first. You heard the worry here first. I'm not saying I have source. I have no sources. That would be hilarious if they're like, oh, two-player co-op was right. Like, yeah. As long as we get credit for it. Yeah. Somebody would take credit for it, I'm sure. Let's talk about some happy stuff. So uh, some more uh, information on the NES Classic Edition Mini came out. This also comes from IGN because IGN's awesome and it's just that it's just easiest to go there. Shout out to IGN. I love you guys. Even though Colin Gregg left, you guys still do great work. New details have been revealed confirming Nintendo's adorable mini console will feature several different display options as well as permanent save points. I really like this. That was me editorializing. In an interview with some words I can't say, translated from Canada, so it's in French. Hang on. I'll get this. Okay. Wait, where are you reading? This one? In an interview with La... La Terrasse Energie. That actually, I would believe him. 
Nintendo Canada Communications Manager Julie Gannon, no, I'm just kidding, Gagnon, <laughs> said that the NES Classic Edition will not only include a pixel-perfect option, which is so confusing to me, but we're going to get to that, that displays each pixel as a square, but also a mode simulating the retro look from a CRT TV, that's awesome, and an option to display the games in a 4 by 3 aspect ratio. That confuses me. Does that mean they're actually these games are going to be widescreen now? Because that changes the games completely. I, I think they'll just be stretched. I don't think they'll be. But I don't want them stretched. Well, that's why they give you the okay. option to play four by three. Gannon also confirmed all thirty of the games with the console will feature permanent save points and instant temporary saves. So that's cool. So I guess it's going to have quick saves too as you're going on. Yeah. Like if you I, walk I like into that. a dungeon in Zelda and you forget to save, it'll start you there or something. Right. Um, allowing the player to jump right back into the action without having to use a password or start over from the beginning every time you boot up the system. I'm very happy. I'm so uh, the only thing that I'm not happy about this system, and we talked about it over the weekend. You still can't pre-order this thing in America, where we live, where we have freedom, and we don't have the freedom to pre-order this thing. Our founding fathers did not found this nation to not be able to pre-order this thing yet. They did that. That's true. They did not. They didn't. They had no idea what Nintendo was, or they would ever exist. Um, I'm gonna play it in four by three, pixel perfect. I'd never heard it. I think they they came up with it for the 3ds. Because games, it, it's something, if you listen to Jared Petty talk about this, I think he was on one of the, the kind of funny games cast or something. He's such a great like video game historian. And check out Pockets Full of Soup. Greg Tissues, if you listen to the oh my God, if you Greg listen Miller to episode. Brian's was good. Altano's was good. But he did really good, held really well holding it together because you know, his mom has stage four cancer. I don't know if you watched I that episode. Didn't, no, I haven't watched that. Now <sighs> I'm not going to. Well, no. Not he work doesn't, anyway. <laughs> it doesn't get... He he keeps it comedic because I mean he's he's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't really get into it. Um. But anyways, we're talking. Oh, it, it's something about the way it's not just the way eight bit games were designed with pixel art and stuff like that. It's how they were designed and how they got displayed on old CRT TVs. That if you just take the game, the resolution on a CRT TV was such to where you wouldn't see every pixel. Right. To me, that's what this says. Versus now, TVs are so high res. It's just a you bunch of lines. See, yeah. Right. So they probably have that. And then I think the other one is probably, they almost just kind of blur it a little bit to right. recreate CRT. That's how I envision it. Yep. I'll be but curious I, to see how that plays out to see if it's like, wow, that that does look like a CRT. Or if it's just, it uh, just looks like I had a turn up the sharpness on my 4k tv i definitely don't want to play these games stretched out i hate like some no. of my old dvds were still full screen dvds i'm like i want to just throw them out because they're I can't, worthless yeah i can't that's why i'm glad i got the jurassic park um i didn't get the statues but i got the all of them bundled together for christmas yeah. or i bought it myself can't remember what it was now sorry if family member bought me that i think actually i think jess bought me that thank you jess um i hate stuff that stretches like my Star Wars, never mind. <laughs> Star Wars four, five, and six; those are full screen DVDs. Yep. It's like, oh, God. that's how. Remember when yeah. we were watching them before no, Episode yeah. Seven came out? I'm like, this is just so distracting. I had like the moon is in a circle. The moon looks like a an ellipse. An ellipse, ellipses. I can't wait for this thing to come out. Come on, Nintendo, let us pre-order this stupid thing. I signed up for email alerts with Amazon. So as soon as it comes up, I'm pre-ordering it, and I'll let you know. Because I don't know. Are you going to get your own? I'm definitely getting one. Are you going to get your own, or are we just going to use one? I'll pro- I'm going to have to get my own. Yeah. God, I hope those controller cords are longer than they look. 
Because I don't want to have to drag that thing out. That like we got away from that when we got away from retro games. We got away from being tethered to our like picture my living room where you got the TV up here, sound system over here where everything plugs in, and then you got like a you need two like foot long cord, thirty foot cord. Yeah, I mean the. Or a 30-foot-long HDMI cable, but then you still got the control in the middle of the room and a dog's going to step on it or pee on it or baby's going to poop on it or something. You just never know. This is this is exactly how his house... This is actually this my is, life right now, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Casey. There's dogs and babies just peeing and pooping everywhere. And Casey's potty training and he's doing a great job. Shout out to you, Casey. You will never... You don't know. You don't know what YouTube is, but good, good job, buddy. Uh, so we got to wrap up here. So Nintendo announced that the this makes sense. The 3DS is getting a price drop because the NX is coming down to uh, the new 3DS is going down to 149, and it comes preloaded with Super Mario 3D Land. Hell of a deal, gotta say. Uh, Mega Man X is out on the 3DS, the new 3DS. Sorry, Sean, you can't play it. And the NES Classics line. It's just what the hell is the name of the mini console? NES, NES Classic, Classic Mini colon Nintendo, Nintendo Classics mini. colon NES Mini or something like that. So Nintendo Classics does include these games too. But it's a different... Mm, you know I what guess, I mean? That's yeah. what I wonder. Yeah. Anyways, so all these titles are available now for nineteen ninety nine MSRP. Tell me if I should get any of these. I'll save the best one for last, obviously. 3DS, Luigi's Mansion. I never played it. Is it the same? Do you know if it's I assume the same it's as a the GameCube? sequel to GameCube, okay. but maybe it's just a, a re... I don't know. Animal Crossing? Nope. Yeah, I don't think People so. People love that. I just People I love just, it. I don't If I was it. younger and I like had time, I might play that. Nintendo Dogs and Cats? No. Lego City Undercover? Uh, Ta- Tamadachi Life. What? Yeah. Tamadachi? Tamagotchi, not Tamagotchi, not the the uh-huh. little where you feed the little dogs or yeah. whatever. Um, thanks Nintendo for all these crappy games that nobody even that aren't even worth twenty bucks. Thanks. Yeah. The first time they did this was a lot better, and I got two games out of that. I got Ocarina, and I got Mario All Stars. We oh we should do it. Let's play Mario All Stars. We do four. We can three. Man, yeah, we I'll, can do less. We'll do all four and just to laugh at ourselves. And the Wii U got Lego City Undercover also. Nintendo Land. I don't even really... I don't know what that is. Wind Waker HD is nineteen ninety nine. And now that I'm so like... I'm turning into you, I think, with Zelda. I loved this series before you did. You need to... Wind Waker is good. The, the worst part about it the is not the graphics. Oh. It is... Now they shortened that. I know what the, you're going to say. The, the sailing. sailing. Sailing is much quicker or the distance. That would make something me want to play it again. Okay. I know they did something to if it. If you like could they just did control the, the, the boat. It's not even the time. It's, okay, I'm here and I want to get to here. So I want to go like north for a while. So let me take out my little piccolo thing and play it and then set the wind north. And then you go north. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then not a You oh, don't it's little, steer it's it? The, it's the one thing. No, you steer you, it. You you summon wind, and then once you're like here, okay, stop. I'm exactly southeast of where I want to be. So take out your little orchestra conductor thing again, and now I want the wind to blow northwest, and then you go that way. It's not the time. That's what it is. Oh my gosh, maybe that's what they changed. Then I need to. I hope that. if they got rid of that. I know. All I know is they I'll, definitely I'll made it. sailing Except I don't have a Wii, easier. But I would. I was going to say, and you're like, yeah, I want to play Twilight. Oh crap! Okay. 
Maybe if I ever actually get through Twilight Princess, because the boys never play it. It's basically my system. I'll let you. If I ever get through Twilight Princess HD, you can borrow it. Okay. So now I wonder if that might be one of those that I'm like, eh, I might, maybe if I get it for, for Christmas, 20 bucks, it's cool. worth it. It is. If, if they fix that, because I never beat it. Oh, you just said the hell with this. I can't take I it got, anymore. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's towards the end, there's a part where you have to just do a lot of sailing. And I just got frustrated and I put it down and never picked it back up. I never beat that game. That's one of one of the only modern Zelda games I haven't beaten with Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Hmm. So those don't those aren't even Zelda games. I would say they don't count. You beat Majora's Mask? Oh yeah, I beat it once. I don't. I never. Said, I'm never doing that. Again. I started a second playthrough and I never got. You oh, no, I got to the... like the sky. I think the fourth level, and it was really. I remember it just being a pain, and I think I died and then again it was just one that i put down and never picked back up i didn't make a conscious decision i'm done i'm not playing anymore i right. just i just put it down and didn't pick it back up you didn't get the 3ds version no i I might someday i don't think that that game although i didn't think i was gonna like twilight princess because the wolf then i mean if i did why did i spend 40 bucks on it if i didn't think i was gonna like it anyways uh i'll probably end up playing World Waker. that might be something let's see resident evil comes out at the end of january Horizon Zero Dawn comes out in February, and then Zelda comes out in March. Hmm. So you, oh, can you, from what you know of Wind Waker, is it as long as Twilight Princess? What you played? I don't really remember. I don't think it's as long as Twilight Princess. Okay. But I also don't know. I think I'm close to the end. Maybe I'm not as close to the end as I thought, and there's more to the game left than I thought. But no, I don't think it's as long as Twilight. Somewhere between a scale of Ocarina to Twilight. It's like it's a, a Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> I don't know how to finish that sentence, but it's somewhere in between. Closer to longer than Ocarina, I think. But yeah. Okay. A couple quick more items here. The X-Bone outsold the PS4 in July. First time since October of last year. That's when they did their first big price drop. Congratulations. The friggin' Neo is coming out, so nobody's buying PlayStation 4s. Of course it's going to outsell. And it's probably going to outsell in August also because the, ex- the, 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 the slim model came out. That's going to sell like crazy. And they discounted the old school model to 250 I think it was. Yep. That's going to sell like crazy. So they're going to win in August also. Congrats, Xbox. You won against no competition, basically. Okay, Sean. Final Fantasy 15. I don't want to talk about it. Rumors say it's getting delayed to November 29th. Two full months after its supposed release date of September 30th. This has not yet been confirmed, but when happening. Jason Schreier is reporting it and Wario64 on Twitter is reporting it and Shinobi602 is reporting it and they're showing documents of like GameStop things like, here's what the display looks like now. Put this giant sticker put over the this, date. Put November 29th over September 30th. That's uh. how you do it. How frustrated are you? Or is it just, whatever, I've been waiting 10 years. What's another two months? To me, being it's, an outsider, yeah. this is such a weird... It's such a weird time to release it. I mean, you're missing... You're dodging Call of Duty and all that stuff. So you don't have to worry about Call of Duty and Battlefield. And even Watch Dogs, I think, is going to sell like crazy. And I cannot wait to play that. Um, but what do you think, being an actual the Final Fantasy homer on this podcast? What are your thoughts? It sucks. But it is also kind of a, I've waited this long. What's another couple months? 
Um, I get. I mean, if I bought that game at the end of September, I don't know when I'm really going to play it until at least this way. It, well, I'll miss Thanksgiving break, but I'll have Christmas break to. I mean, I will have probably already put many, 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 many hours in it by Christmas. And there's time. nothing coming out in December, right? Right. So. And you're probably not going to play Watch Dogs 2 like me, so you're not going to have that. No. The only thing I know of coming out between now and Final Fantasy that I really want to play is Are Resident you? Evil 4. What about Last Guardian? No, I'm saying well, between... That, oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah between Sorry. now and when Final Fantasy... Oh, yeah, so, there's nothing. So, I don't know. It's... If there was something else coming out end of November, beginning of December that I really, really wanted to play, and now I'm going to have two games competing... That would suck, but I don't think there is. Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. So it sucks, but it's not the end of the world. I, I don't know. I'm not happy, but what are you gonna do about it? If it if it well, ends yeah, up being it a, if it ends up being as good as I hope it is, then Then who cares? A few yeah. months down the road I'll forget that it came out two months late. So. I had to wait almost three years after Metal Gear Solid Five was announced. Right, yeah. You know, and it's one of my favorite games ever. It's not perfect by any means, but... Yeah. All right. I'm well, perturbed, but, but you I'll didn't leave cry. it at that. You I, didn't did, cry. I didn't cry. So that's good. Today's a very special day. Do you know what today is, Sean? Uh, today is August 13th, Happy birthday, North American Super Nintendo. You are now 25 years old. You can rent a car for cheaper now. Oh, God, and we are really, really old. We are. On this day, 1991, the Super Nintendo launched in North America, and video games were changed forever. Yep. A launch lineup that included Super Mario World, F-Zero, Pilot Wings, Gradius 3, and SimCity. Launch lineups usually suck. That's pretty damn strong. That's I don't care about good. Pilot Wings. I know I played it a couple times. Somebody had it. I don't know if maybe Tom did. I don't think I, Randy did. No, I don't think I've ever played it. So I don't think it was Randy or Tim. But Maybe it was Tom. Maybe then. Tom. Or maybe somebody rented it or something. I don't know. The Super Nintendo had lifetime sales of 49.1 million units. 23.35 million in the Americas. 17.17 million in Japan. 8.58 across Europe and other areas. They sold 379 million games for an attach rate of 7.72 games per console. That's not a lot. But things were different then. You didn't have PS Plus giving you free... Like if I go and I look at my library on the PS4 right now, I probably got 50 games or something on my PlayStation 4. I have more games that I didn't pay for than I paid for on exactly. my PlayStation. Right. So... Um. So probably a solid attach rate, being as how back then games were more expensive and there were no free games. There was nothing like that. So pretty good attach rate. Uh, now there's some controversy around this sales number, but to compare the big competitor, obviously for the Super Nintendo was the Genesis. The number I found is 33.75 million units sold. I've seen that be as low as 29 million. I've seen it be as high as over 40 million, depending on... I don't know. Numbers are numbers, so I don't know why there's all these different numbers. So that's kind of in the middle, so I feel comfortable going with that. Either way, it's a fraction of Super Nintendo. Yeah. Super Nintendo dusted it. However, 
23.35 million in North and uh, in South America and in the Americas for the Super Nintendo, 25 for the Genesis. Really? Yeah. Genesis does what Nintendo. But Je- but the Super Nintendo wow. sold like crazy in Japan and Genesis did not. So Genesis was very very much a uh, western leaning system, I would say, compared to compared to eastern. Yeah, I had no idea that Genesis. I didn't either until I until I started actually doing some research on this. Um, did you know the Super Nintendo was only created because of the Genesis's popularity? I did. Uh, I read these notes before the podcast. If you didn't read these notes, would you have known that? I would not have known that. They thought so. It's pretty cool actually because Nintendo thought they they thought of eight bit gaming technology, and this is so cool, but also weird. They thought of 8-bit gaming technology like VHS. That that is it what it is it is what it is. It was good enough and it wasn't going to go anywhere, so we don't need to do anything else. Then the Genesis comes out and they've arcade graphics. They're just going to keep making NES games forever. They'd still be making cartridges weird. or something. I think that's funny and very short-sighted of them, but Nintendo does that sometimes. They also changed the colors of the Super Nintendo to be gray. And purple. Do you remember what the fam? You know what the Famicom, Super Famicom looked like. Mm-hmm. The controllers were very multicolored colorful. buttons, red and yellow, and all this purple, purple stuff. and purple. So they changed that when they brought the Super Nintendo over here, because of course it, the Super Famicom came out a year before the Super Nintendo did. So it came out a year before in Japan. And by that time, Sega was really ramping up their their. You got to finish that book, please finish that book. It's so good. Um, they were ramping up their marketing. What book is that? Console Wars by Blake Harris. Please check it out. Shout out to you, Blake. Oh, I can't wait to see the documentary. I hope it's coming along well. Um, Nintendo was getting bombarded by Genesis's Genesis, Sega's advertising and calling them out by name. And it was it's just a toy. We're for the cool kids and all this stuff. So they're like, oh, okay. We can't have this be so bright and colorful and look like Robbie the Rope. No. What was the thing we had that broke? The day, like the day after Christmas, uh, Alfie. No, that no, was the other one. I don't remember. We had a robot that was all colorful and stuff, and that's what the Nintendo Super Famicom looked like—a toy. And they said we can't do that when we bring it over here, so that's why it looks like this. Even though this is Except the second generation this. that we have, yeah, same colors. Uh, Super Nintendo's turned yellow, not these, because this again, it's the second generation that we have here. I've got a first generation one that doesn't work. I should have brought it out here to show the yellow, but I didn't. They turned yellow because. <laughs> There was a bad mix of chemicals, this flame-retardant chemical that they were making the, the Super Nintendo out of. Um, they had one bad batch, and that caused the gray to turn yellow over time. That's why you've got all these yellow ones. And you can actually clean them up and get rid of the yellow, but I'm like, who? I kind of like it. Yeah. Looks I mean, who really cares? Yeah, well, I don't know about distinguished. But... Also, originally, the Super Nintendo was going to be backwards compatible. Now, that's awesome. Yeah. A top-loading Super Nintendo that plays, obviously, NES games would have been awesome. And then if you think about it, like, the insides are the same on the Japan. Like, Japan carts the actual, if you look at the uh, motherboard, I don't know what it's called. The actual chip. The thing inside the the cart is wider, which it still fits in this slot here on the Super Nintendo. Really? Yep. It wasn't the same? No. The Super Nintendo carts were smaller, but then 
there's there's enough space there to where it still fits, but that was interesting. Super Nintendo. I, I had some notes down here, but I figured we'd just kind of take it from there. Oh, a couple other things I wanted to say. So the funny thing to me, we talked about Blake Harris. The first console wars, obviously, was between the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. What I was thinking of, it's funny how back then, the console wars were between companies. Now the console wars are between fans. I don't ever remember being like, I'm a Genesis kid, and you're, you're stupid because you're a Super Nintendo kid. I don't remember it ever being like that. I remember well, the two we companies were, going head Sega to head. Sega wanted it. No, but that's what I'm saying. The two companies yeah. did. I don't really think the people playing the systems were like ride or die. Message boards now are crazy, and we make fun of PC games and stuff like that, but they're they're the worst out of ever. Like the PC Master Race, the reason that's a meme is because PC gamers made it a meme. Like they really think they're the Master Race, and they're better, and they're all this other stuff. Like I'm a Sony fanboy, and I don't ever want an Xbox. So it's like we... The console wars, to me, kind of shifted from corporation versus corporation to fans versus fans. I mean, that's that's because of the internet. Yes. And now everybody has a voice, for better or for worse. and Mostly for worse. Usually for worse. But that's true. I never really thought about that. I just thought of that when I was thinking of this. I'm like, well, that's weird. You just thought this... about that while you were thinking about it? Yeah. It was, it was a, a thought and a thought. And a thought, and then I spun the totem, and it fell over. And it started to topple. It definitely toppled, right? You have to wait for Inception two. God, don't ever no. no won't leave it that. alone. Another thing here before we get into all the games and some of your thoughts and stuff. So, Mortal Kombat was really a huge. We've got it right over here for the Genesis. A huge changing point. What's the word? Something that sounds French. Je ne sais quoi. Sure. For the Super Nintendo. Acclaim went to... And all this stuff, the Did You Know stuff, by the way, that all comes from Did You Know Gaming on YouTube. They did a Super Nintendo edition maybe a month ago or so, and it was awesome. Shout out to them. I forgot to say that when I was talking about that stuff. I did not steal it. Acclaim was like, yo, Nintendo. Just so you know, like, you're sure you want this to have sweat. Yes, we're family friendly. We will not have violent games in our system, and you will make it sweat, and they will be finishing moves. They will not be called fatalities. Okay, but you understand, Genesis is trying to, like, murder y'all. Sorry the pun. Uh, They're going to have a code that lets full blood and fatalities in this game. That's just fine. We are upstanding individuals, and we will not allow that in our system. So you just do whatever you need to do. This is how I picture it went. Mortal Kombat on the Genesis outsold Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo four to one. Wow. I knew they outsold it, but four I thought it was two to one. It was four to one because we had Abacab on the Genesis. But what is that really? I mean, I can't imagine there were probably too many people that had both and said you know what? Genesis is better for Mortal Kombat. I'm going to buy it on Genesis. To me, that says a lot of people just didn't buy Mortal Kombat for their Super Nintendo that otherwise would have bought it. They didn't buy it because there was no blood. Let's watch it. It's like spinning. What is it? What you is see it moving? Your beer bottle. Your beer can. Watch it. Oh. See that? That is uh, it's got hydrodynamics. Is that a word? 
It is. Okay. Anyways, um, there were a lot of people, like, shout out to Tim Murphy, who had both systems, though. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've got both and you weren't, <laughs> what did they say on Raymond? Or no, was it Seinfeld or Raymond? Which was Nancy and which was a Mary? I jumped like this. Some kids called me a Mary. <laughs> yeah, that was Seinfeld. That and was then Seinfeld. Frank usually Frank called would people call it Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. You're going to get the Genesis version because you can do Abacab, get full blood, rip people's heads off, pull their hearts out, blow up their heads, and burn them up. Well, that was the one fatality that stayed the same, right? With scorpions? Yeah, because there's no yeah. blood. Even though, I mean, you just and burn Hangs. their flesh off. Oh, yeah, that was the... Whoop, whoop, whoa! Yo, 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 yo! Just blew out my ears. Um, fatality. Fatality. <laughs> fatality. Friendship. Again? Again? So that was really a big changing point for Nintendo. Now, it's not like they changed on their own. They all got called in front of Congress. They came up with the ESRB and all that other stuff. So now Nintendo was like, oh, okay, well, now that we can put ratings on games... Uh yeah, our, our integrity's out the door. Just put blood in it, whatever. And then Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat Two outsold the Genesis. I think two to one because it looked really? almost. It looked great. The thirty two X version was so. It good. was that was so good, but almost nobody perfect. played that. Yeah, um, we did. We did. Ah, thanks, mom and dad, for throwing out the thirty two X and everything else. What are some of your thoughts on the Super Nintendo before we get into some of these amazing? games that came on this system I think you nailed it when you said it changed video games forever I mean really the Nintendo Nintendo did did first yep but so let me post a question to you okay that I have my answer thought up already because I've been thinking about it I'm going to put you on the spot okay what is the first thing in like one to three words that you think of when you think of Super Nintendo? Mario. Yeah. Super Mario World. See, for me, it is RPGs slash mm-hmm. action RPGs. Your Zelda, your Chrono Trigger, your. Secret of Mana, Illusion of Gaia, Secret of Evermore. Um, little known game, but a fantastic game. Terranigma. Um, Final Fantasy, obviously. So Final Fantasy 3 was Final Fantasy 6. Was Final yeah. Fantasy 2 Final Fantasy 5? Because 2 and 3 came out in the Super Nintendo. I, I know 3 is 6, but I always forget what 2 is. 2 would be 5, yeah. Okay. But I just I don't think anybody... Nobody really cared about that. It was it was, six it was like sixteen, three, which was the big one. I think five was essentially sixteen bit Final Fantasy one. Like it was okay. still just that style. It was just very. It was Final Fantasy one with like sixteen bit graphics. I think I could be wrong, but that's how I think of it. But to me, that is what Super Nintendo did best. Obviously, they had fantastic platformers. Their sports games were good. The, you know, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat were all good, but. When I think of Super Nintendo, I think of those action RPG kind of games. Um, and obviously, graphics and everything, just the size of the game, the story you can tell has Beautiful. all improved yeah. since then. But back then, I, that was just... 
obviously there are plenty of games I haven't played, but I think if I made a top 10 list of just RPGs and or action RPGs of all time, seven or eight of them are probably on the Super Nintendo. I think they did that. Now, granted, it wasn't Super Nintendo doing it necessarily. Oh, God, Mario RPG. I, I, I was one. waiting for you to say Um Obviously, the Super Nintendo wasn't behind these necessarily, but they came out on that system, and that's what I think of when I think of Super Nintendo. I think they did that better than... They did that better and more consistently better than any other system. Did they do it better than PlayStation 1, you think? Because that had I seven, think so. that had seven, eight, nine. Six. They put six out on it also, I think, right? Mm, maybe. No, I don't think so. They mm. made a six remake for like the DS, I think, uh, somewhat okay, recently. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But I think PS One just had seven, eight, and nine. Um, I'm sure there was also like some of the there was Mono Dragon games Quest on there too, games. I think, right? Was there Mono games? But I, none of them were there as good as the, the early games. Yeah, I mean, I when you I, think. When you think PS1 RPGs, you think Final Fantasy 7, 8, yeah. and 9. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't think any system has ever done it as well as Super Nintendo. Oh, boy. So let's talk about some of the games here. Mario Kart started on oh. Super Nintendo. I have so many memories of playing that game with... My buddy Brent, shout out to Brent, um, in his basement. His basement was awesome. It Randy's was. was too. Randy's was scary as hell. Oh yeah, I wouldn't go in that. Oh my back god, room. when you got there's out the, of the finished carpeted area. It was remember where like the bike moved. Oh god, that oh, yeah, god. that basement scared the crap out of me. Miss you, Randy. Um, but yeah, Mario Kart. I loved that game, and then the next one after that was 64, which everybody loves. Dude, when we were playing trivia the other day, that was, that was that was just fun to watch because it was, was just awesome. insane. But um, obviously, I'm not going to say Mario Kart, the original one, was the best. It wasn't, but it was the first. It was the first kart was racer, first, wasn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, it must have been. Um, it, it may have been. It was, it was certainly the first big, like, successful one. Maybe it wasn't the first one. Maybe it was, but it was definitely the first successful one. Um, a lot of good memories playing that game. Love that game. Super Nintendo also had, and this is very relevant for the times we live in now, the very first that I can think of remaster mm. All slash collection Super Mario All-Stars. I remember my mind being absolutely blown. Somebody, I think Randy had it. Brent had it. I Brent don't know did. if Randy did. I think Randy, I think Randy did, too. Everybody that had a Super Nintendo probably had the stupid game. I think Randy and Tim both had it. Yeah. I just remember, like, Mario 3 wasn't as big a jump, because Mario 3 on the super on the regular NES looked freaking amazing. That See, game I can still picture, to this day is beautiful. I can picture All-Stars 1 slash Lost Levels. I can picture 2. I have trouble picturing how 3 looked on All-Stars. 3 added... I feel like it's probably just a little more colorful. More color, more backgrounds, like more bushes and stuff and clouds and stuff like that. More background stuff. And then they just kind of changed the style of it. Oh, I remember like the castle levels. They weren't just a flat black in the background. Exactly. You had, okay. Yeah. I like Mario that. World and stuff. Right. Um, all we get now are remasters and everything. 
this was the one that started all and probably still probably the best remaster slash collection that's ever been made. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you threw lost levels in there, even though it's horrible, I hate that game. Um, to play Mario one with updated graphics and stuff was beautiful. And the, the levels, they didn't, they didn't mess up the gameplay or the yeah. levels or anything. Everything was perfect. It just looked better. Purists will say, well, well, that's not Mario one. I get it. I understand that Mario one is damn near perfect the way it is. But Mario one on all stars is pretty damn sweet too. Yep. Sports games. Now they didn't really, there were no such things really back then. Once, once Madden got off of being a Genesis exclusive and went to the super Nintendo also, there wasn't really any exclusives back then. And there still isn't really now to this day for sports games. But NBA Jam, Madden 94, NHL 94, three of the best sports games of all time, period. NBA Live 95. Again, we had on Better Genesis on also. Yeah. Um, Genesis got Coach... You know, Coach K College Basketball did not come out on the Super Nintendo. That was a, that was a Genesis exclusive. And that I game was that. awesome too. Remember um, College Slam? College Slam, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. College no. Slam, how did they even pull... Well, there must not have been names, I guess. I don't think so. Ed O'Bannon would have sued him if there was. Probably. Shout out to you, Eddie. They were the first one to do pre-rendered graphics. The Donkey Kong Country series. Oh, my God. And Killer Instinct. The fact that I can remember playing Killer Instinct in the arcades. And granted, it was not the exact same thing coming over to the Super Nintendo. But damn, did it look good. The, the, the models weren't as big and stuff. They were kind of zoomed out like Samurai Showdown was on the, the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but those games were beautiful. And they weren't just beautiful. They played so All those Donkey Kong games played so well. Tim had Killer Instinct, right? Yeah. See, I feel like I played it a little bit there, but not much. I never really got into the game. I probably played it more in the arcade than I did on Super Nintendo, but I, it looked beautiful. I remember that much. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a single character from that game. Combo Breaker. Jade wore green because Jade. Because mm, there's a Jade in that also? Or are you thinking Mortal Kombat? Maybe I'm thinking. <laughs> there was a green lady in Killer Instinct. I thought her name was Jade. Maybe not. Super Nintendo had Mode 7. The whole 3D craze started with, with Mode 7 before it got to the next thing we'll talk about. Well, we'll bring it in. What? Mode 7 and FX chip. F-Zero, Pilot Wings, and then FX chip with Star Fox. Did they use that to for anything? a any- barrel roll. Did they use that for anything else? FX chip? I don't think they did. I think it was just Star Fox. Was FX... That may have been... Oh, wait. I'm getting... Maybe I'm getting them confused. It had a similar look, F Zero. I'm talking just the animations, not the look of the game, but to Mario Kart. Mode did Mario Kart Mario use Kart, okay yeah, to to simulate that? But and you, remember, you know what else probably did? Do you remember the stupid? Um, remember, I mean, stupid. I actually kind of liked it. Yoshi Safari that you had the gun, the the super, super scope, scope game. I remember that, that probably existed, used it, but. Do you remember how fast F-Zero seemed? Oh, yeah. Like, uh... That's like, another one that I don't think Brent or Tim or Rant... Somebody must have... Tom had it. I know Tom had it. That's where I played it. Was so maybe Tom's I house. just played it in, like, EB Games or Babbage's or something. Babbage's. <laughs> but I don't remember anybody having that to where I played it that much. I know I've played it, and I remember it looking cool, but... Yeah. I mean, that was just a straight racing game. Yep. 
There was no, you didn't get power ups, and so it was just. It was basically like a. And you didn't have to worry about going it? off the track. It was almost like a. Like a tech demo or something. Like, look what we can look do. Look how fast this right. game looks. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a good game in its own right, but. But even Pilot Wings was just a weird game, but it was. It was mind blowing the way they did the Mode 7 stuff and the way they simulated that you were actually falling out of the sky. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh. Mega Man got X'd on the Super Nintendo. We played it on the PC. First. Right. I think Brent, somebody had Mega Man X. But yeah, I obviously think of that as a PS, uh, I mean, a place, PC. Me, a PC game. A computer game. On the old uh, Gravis gamepad. Com- I mean, they completely ripped off Super Nintendo, but that's why it was such a good gamepad. Yeah. Um, X was an awesome game. I never played two or three. I think they're up to like seven now. They got, oh uh, god, they might have gotten up to eight on PS two because it went from Super Nintendo, PlayStation one, PlayStation, PlayStation. two. Yeah, they I might have got up to eight. I can't remember. I loved Mega Man X. I mean, it took Mega Man. You have all the different bosses. You get different weapons. Each of them kills another boss. And but on top of that, you got the suit that you could upgrade to, which. I thought it was awesome. Hadouken! And then you could get the Hadouken. And then I think they did like the Shoryuken and, and Dragon Punch. Yeah. I mean, Shoryuken and the Hurricane, hurricane kick. kick and two and three. I mean, so okay. Hilarious. Getting a little out of hand. But, but the Hadouken, the Hadouken was perfect. I one mean, hit killed everybody. Sense, but... Oh, it was that powerful? Oh, yeah. You, it would kill okay. all the bosses in one but hit. It but it was damn have... impossible to get it. You needed all to have... the E-tanks and... Right, but even just to use it, you had to have full health and uh... all four energy tanks full. Okay, man, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, you had to be totally, completely full of everything to be able to use it. But that was an interesting touch. I liked it. Sean already touched on this, but it was an RPG utopia. So here's what I wrote down, see if I got everything you were saying. The Mana series, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 2 and 3, Breath of Fire. Did you ever play I Breath never of played Fire it. 1 or 2? No. Nope. Mario RPG, Earthbound. Earthbound. God, I forgot about that. I thought Earthbound was an 8-bit game. I thought it was a regular NES game. No, that was Super Nintendo. Okay. People love that game. I've that game, and I, I think it's also it's probably because you can't get two or three. I know you can't get three here until it just came out on a virtual console or something. Um, it's almost like it's it's got it's got such a cult following around it. And I just don't I don't know anything about it. I don't get it. It's just an RPG set in like you're just a kid. You're like right. a special pot. You're just a kid and his friends and like modern society like you're walking around like a city and there's like buildings and you go to a hospital to get your health back and you just have like a baseball bat for a weapon you don't have like so you probably get swords and stuff later on i don't know do you have a yo-yo you mm, i don't think you have a yo-yo but i don't know it's just an interesting take on the rpg genre um i never i didn't get to play that game enough as people, much as I would have liked. love that game. I, I did like that game a lot, but... But, um... Yeah, I think he hit all the big ones. I mean, those are... Yeah, those I think are it was everything that you sure. said, so... Uh, fighting games, as much as I love Special Champion Edition... We gotta get six-button controllers. As much as I love Special Champion Edition, other than Mortal Kombat 1... The Super Nintendo got the definitive edition of all the good fighting games. So they got Street Fighter 2 a year before we got Special Champion Edition. They got Turbo. They got Super. We got Super also. 
They got Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3, and Ultimate. We got 1, 2, and 3 Ultimate. But they were all, after 1, they were all better on the Super Nintendo. The only thing that made it yeah. play better on our system was the controller. I still say this day. Although, with Mortal Kombat, it wasn't a big deal. Mortal you Kombat, could just hit yeah. R to block. So that was... You had block and run You really only needed the then, 4. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. In 3, you can In run. In 3, you could run. We need to do a 2 versus 3 topic someday. Mortal Kombat 2 versus Mortal Kombat 3. We can play no, it on my PlayStation. Just Mortal Kombat? Or, yeah, because no. I downloaded the arcade collection on my PlayStation 3. i got to re-download it now. But we can play them both, and we could do a 2 versus 3 discussion. I think that would be fun. Not only that, but they had Fatal Fury 1, Fatal Fury 2. They looked so much better than the Genesis version. Again, Fatal Fury 1 on the Genesis had my biggest pet peeve of 16-bit gaming, the, the damn black, the bars, black at bars at the top. Super Nintendo didn't have that. Fatal Fury 2 was such a good game. That game was so much fun. Um, I don't remember 3 or Real Bout or whatever came after that. Um, but Super Nintendo also got Street Fighter Alpha 2. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So... All the fighting games came out on Super Nintendo also, but those weren't. Obviously, they weren't. Other than Street Fighter II, The World Warrior, which we'll get into best-selling games here in a little bit. Um, that was the only one that was really an exclusive to Super Nintendo. And then I got the next thing I got here is the Nintendo Classics grew up. Link to the Past. <laughs> Super Mario World. Super Metroid. Super Castlevania. Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Super Punch-Out, and one that's not a first party. Well, another one, Contra's obviously not. Turtles in Time. To go from Turtles the Arcade game on NES to Turtles in Time, which looked just like the arcade, phenomenal. But just think about those games I just said. One, two, three of those. Three of those are on most people's top ten best games of all time list. With Link to the Past, World, and Metroid. Yeah. And just think, playing Mario 1, did we ever think Super Mario World is possible? Playing Zelda 1, as much as I still think that's my second favorite game of all time. Link to the Past, same formula and everything, on like Brock Lesnar level of steroids. Like, just so beautiful. Still to this day, and those games... They all hold up. Oh, yeah. 20-something years later, they all still hold up to this day. I just played Super Metroid for the first time six months ago or something like that, whatever it was. But they all hold up to this day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The other thing that you started to touch on, which I don't know if you have more on your list, but another thing that Super Nintendo was... Well, you can make an argument that Genesis was up there, too, but the beat-em-ups... Oh, yeah. Turtles in Time, Turtles all the time. Final Fight. Final Fight 1, 2, and 3. Um, the X-Men game was basically a beat-em-up on there. Yeah. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, nobody really cares about that. Sunset Riders. Um, I wish X-Men the arcade game came on a home console. I can't believe that it didn't. I remember uh, when X-Men came yeah. out of the Genesis, both of us were like, X-Men. It's got to right. be the arcade and game let's order. And we're not. like, oh. I was thinking it came out okay. on Saturn, but I guess that was just um, they uh, call it Children of the Atom. Yes. I was going to say Clone Wars, and that was X-Men 2 on Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that never did. There's no reason it couldn't have. No. That could have been a somewhat dumbed down Super Nintendo game and been fine. 
Yeah. It, it was definitely more than 16-bit graphics, but you could have made it work for sure. Right. And just make it two-player instead of six, obviously, and you could have definitely made it work. Right. What, uh, remember, um, Maximum Carnage? Yes. That was kind of a beat-em-up. It was, it was definitely beautiful, and it was yeah. fantastic. And I remember the box art with Carnage just like, yep. so good. That game, I think that game was identical. And then there was Death and Return of Superman. Hmm. I don't think I ever played that. That came out after the Doomsday comic and stuff, because that that, they based it on that. I think we rented it. It was a Sunsoft game. Because it was came out on Genesis, Genesis also. Yeah. Oh. There was also Super Double hmm. Dragon. Wasn't that just... Oh, no. Double Dragon 5 was the was the fighting, fighting game, game, which was weird. Double Dragon V. Yeah. And then not to mention there was other classic games like Zombies Ate My Neighbors, mm. all the Disney games, Earthworm Jim 1 and 2, Flashback and Out of This World both came out on the Super Nintendo also. Super Star Wars Trilogy. I never actually Those were some that. hard games. And they had good shooters too, like... UN Squadron, R-Type 3. I loved UN Squadron. That was actually, I didn't look up what the number was, but when I was researching this, IGN had it on their top 100 list. I didn't know where it was, but they had it. There was only like two or three shooters on there, and that was one of them. Shoot-em-ups, I I guess I should call them, whatever you want to call it. But UN Squadron was really good. I have a feeling if you look at any all-time best video games list, I would bet that on almost all of them super nintendo will have more games on that list than other systems than any other system is it the best system ever does it beat the nes uh, i don't know yeah. does it it's so tough for nah, me i think it does it may be the best system Ever. I think really when I mean that's that's a bold statement, but but when it comes down to it, it's one of those two, it isn't it? The NES or the Super NES? It's not I, the I would 64, the Saturn. Or the NES is more uh, important, yeah. I guess, in video game. But no, I think Super Nintendo was better. There's not a single game. Like name all of the good Nintendo games, and there's probably at least as good, if not a better version, on Super Nintendo. Mario 3, you can make an argument, is better than Mario right. World. That's that's 1A, 1B. Metroid, Super Metroid. Not even Contra, close. Super Contra. Yeah. Zelda, Link to the Past. Castlevania. Castlevania. That's tough, but... It's tough, but I mean... And I would maybe kind of put remake. 3 over yeah. 4. Yeah. But I would put 4 over 1. Um, Ghouls and Ghosts. Punch-Out's Ghost. tough. It was a totally different game on Super right. Nintendo. I loved it, but... Yeah, maybe maybe one was It's better. tough to beat the NES Punch-Out. Right. But I think Super Nintendo is better Turtles than Turtles of Time is better than the arcade game or one. Remember, we had this debate between yeah. three and four when we were doing it. It's That's tough. Yeah. Three was really good. Three was so good. They, they maxed out that system so much. I, it's tough. If you put me on the spot, I would have a tough time saying that the super nintendo is not the best system Uh, yeah it probably it probably is it was better than it was it was better than the genesis it was a lot better 
Genesis was great, but it didn't. They they lied. Um, all right, quick. Best Super Nintendo game. Link to the Past. Yeah. For me. For me, it's. I would say top three. I would well, say Mario there's three World. Games, right. Well, no, I'm saying Mario World. I would put it number four. The top oh. three. Oh, because Final Fantasy maybe are. Oh no, Mana or Chrono, 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 Chrono. In some order, Zelda, Chrono Trigger, Super Metroid. I'd probably put Super Metroid three. I'd probably have to give the nod to Zelda just because Chrono Trigger just seems like such a. It's a much bigger endeavor to where. Sometimes I have to think like, oh, do I really want to play through Chrono Trigger again? It's a big game for at the time. Zelda I could pick up and beat. I mean, if I had nothing better to do on a Saturday afternoon, I could start from the beginning and beat it in a day. Chrono yeah. Trigger is a bigger game. I mean, that's good and bad. I don't know. Ugh, that's tough. Maybe a slight nod to Zelda. I would definitely. But that's, but, that's 1A, 1B for me. Yeah. I, I've never played Chrono Trigger. So, I mean, I, I can't speak on that. But I definitely like it better than Super Metroid, which is another great game. And I like it better than Mario World. Yeah. Link to the Past to me is just so good. but And so is Link Between Worlds. And, God, I think number five, Mario RPG. Those would probably be my top five. Wow. In some order, probably... Zelda, Chrono Trigger, Super Metroid, Mario World, Mario RPG. Gun to my head, those are my top five games for Super Nintendo. And all five of them were in my... Uh, maybe I maybe I missed RPG. I don't know if I even got that on my... I don't remember you talking my, about it anywhere. What do you call it? An honorable mention. Honorable either. mention. Yeah. But Super Metroid, Zelda, Chrono Trigger... Mario World, I think, was an honorable mention because I had three Mario three in my yeah. top ten. But yeah, we can always revisit that at the end of this year. See if anything's changed. Mario <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, uh, I'm calling it best of all time. Best system ever. It probably is. It's that or the NES. As much as I love my PlayStation Four, three got off to a really rough start. Two is kind of overrated to me. To me. Two is Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, God of War 1 and 2, the Grand Theft Auto games. Well, that is a pretty good set right there. I, mean, I think my issue there. with all of the, from starting with PS2 on, the market has been, I'm like a broken record, it has been oversaturated with first-person shooters. And that's what I think of video gaming that's what I think days. when I think of like Xbox and Xbox 360. I think I think first Halo person shooters, and Call of Duty, yeah. And I just I don't get it. They all seem the same, the same to me. Uh, I think for that reason alone, yeah, Super Nintendo best ever. It probably is the like goat, said, like Michael Phelps in the pool. That's right. Best athlete ever. I'll start that controversy right now. No. Alrighty, Super Nintendo. Happy birthday to you. We love you. You know what time it is now, Sean? What time is it? It's that time of the week where we play the... It's the back of the box! 
challenge. If you didn't know, the back of the box challenge is how we end, at least for now, all of our podcasts that we do on a weekly basis. We do our podcast, and then at the end, we do the back of the box challenge. Which what we do is, uh, we well, first we got inspired by uh, Game Scoops twenty questions and other games like that. So the back box challenge, if you can figure it out, uh, what we do is we look at the back of a retail release of a box. We look at the summary. We read that aloud to the other player. We bleep out any information that would completely give the game away to you know make it too obvious. The other player gets gets to ask an indeterminate amount of questions to try and guess the game and uh, get it right or not. And that is the back the box challenge. Last week we both picked the same game. We both picked Golden Axe. It's only happened one other time. We did Contra Hardcore. Uh, I don't think we're going to pick the same game this week, but we'll see. I know you read l- last week because I was like, uh... Yeah, you didn't even get a chance to. Yeah. Well, no, you did something else, and I got that one right away, Yeah, too. you got it because I, I read way too much. Oh, I didn't even talk about the best-selling Super Nintendo games. No, I want to talk about that. Hold on. Before we move on, best-selling Super Nintendo games, what's number one? Mario World. Okay. What's number oh. two? Oh, okay. You're going to get this wrong. I guarantee it. It's not Zelda. It's not Metroid. Um, I mean, it's a game I know. Yeah. Has it been mentioned tonight? Yes. Hmm. Uh, Mario Kart? Number three. What's two? So, number one, Mario World. 20.6 million. Of course, it was a pack-in game for most of its lifespan. Number two, Donkey Kong Country 1. Nine million. Wow. Number three, Mario Kart, 8.76 million. Do you know what four was? I'm only going to do the top five, but I would not have thought this. Is it a game we mentioned tonight? Yep. No. Mm, Is it a first person? I feel like I'm doing 20 questions. (laughs) I have no idea. What is it? Street Fighter II, The World Warrior. Yeah. 6.3 million. And number five was Zelda Link to the Past, only 4.6 million. Hmm. Uh, number six was Donkey Kong 2, and Street Fighter 2 Turbo was number seven. So, wow. very interesting. I wanted to get that out there. I, f- I forgot I wanted to cover that. All right, so I'm going to read first. Here we go. You ready? Ready. Your mission. As a soldier in the elite blank forces, I don't know if I need to bleep that out, but for now we will. Your assignment is to penetrate blank forces at blank and eliminate the threat of the deadly blank infection that is spread throughout the base. The fate of humanity hangs in the balance. That's it? That's it. <laughs> I mean, there's bullet points about the gameplay, but... Uh, Let me see if I can read any of this. Yeah. Incredible cinematic effects and stop-motion animation sequences. Six long, intense stages of constant gunfire and blank encounters. Tons of secret rooms and burned government secrets. I don't remember that. Mm. That's all I'm going to read. Is it? I think I know what it is. Is this known for being an arcade game? Yep. Do you play with a a gun? Yep. Is it Area 51? Yep. I think the, the secret rooms is what... You remember there being secret rooms? Yeah, if you like shot... You shoot the walls or something? I don't even think it was that. I think it was like there were all like the barrels you could shoot, and I think if you uh, shoot all of them on a screen, then it takes you to like a a bonus room or something. Because it was all on rails. Right. Yeah, I didn't like remember that. Interesting. Yeah. 
freaking area. You got area 51. All right. I think you're going to get this, but I wanted to do it anyway. Okay. On another earth in another time where mm, blank speak and the air is charged with magic, the old ways have broken down. Where once was harmony, now are slavery and war. You must learn what's forgotten and unite the creatures of four continents against a tyrannical blank and his blank army. One chance stands... I guess I can... Eh, no, I'll leave that. One chance stands between blank and extinction. You must learn the secret of the secrets of the citadels. Of mana. <laughs> Is this a Genesis game? No. Oh, shoot. Uh, I got some bullet points here that maybe okay, I can because I thought it was Crusader Senti, and now I'm completely off. Um, an adventure... 65 million years in the making. <laughs> Jurassic Park. An adventure slash strategy game in a world never before imagined. Uh, I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to read that. More than an hour of ooh! Wow, a whole hour. I guess I'll, this this will help you. I don't think it'll give it away. More than an hour of digitized speech. Wow. Ultra intuitive interface. That just probably gave it away. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, sophisticated cinematics and breathtaking graphics. Okay, did this come out on Super Nintendo and Genesis? It didn't come out on either <laughs> wait really yeah was this a pc game yes did we own it yes is it a sequel no oh it's not fade to black <laughs> oh that game was good that game scared the crap out of me for some reason for a second i thought you had it once you started down that path but all right what did i say pc we owned it we only own like five or six PC games. Oh. Uru it is. I don't remember the name of the game. Eden something. Is that is that the game? Yeah. Yeah. Lost Eden. And another Earth and another time where dinosaurs speak. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would have given it away. It did have Against a tyrannical tyrannosaur and his carnivorous army, one chance stands between Eden and Extinction. I didn't remember that was the story. Does the T Rex the T Rex talks to you? Um, all, all he wasn't really a T-Rex. He was like, it is. so I was looking at pictures. I know you can't see it out there, but just. I'm not going to post-process Let this, I mean, look how good. Oh, sorry. I'm moving away from my mic, but look how, can I do this? I just remember the pterodactyl talking to us. Get out of here. Get out of here, cookie monster. We, <laughs> we'll, we'll accept your cookies. Go away. All right. The pterodactyl talking. I remember those dudes. Yeah. He's the, the monkey man. it is. Yeah. There's it's, humans that I forgot about. I kind of remember. That's the main that guy. bad guy. He's oh, like, my God. That is not a T-Rex at all. No. But I remember the brontosaurus or something. I do remember the interface actually being kind of intuitive. I think This is another right game that for some reason just kind of... I wouldn't say it scared me, but it just made me feel uneasy. And I think it was these scenes where you just have yeah, all these people like just staring at you. At you. Yeah. But... Is that Wonder Woman? <laughs> when is that? I don't remember that what guy. What the heck? I remember We her. never beat this game, did oh, we? Oh, I beat it. You did? Oh, I remember that guy. Those guys scared me. 
This is a guy. He's all white and gray, and he's got like a. He's like a. I don't know what he is. He's got antler. Was that Monkey Man again? Monkey Man. There's the purple guy. I just remember the pterodactyl guy. Oh, yeah, there's the main bad guy again. Yeah. So was it that we would, he would ask, where do you want to go? We would, we would say, yeah, We love that for some reason. Lost Eden. I'm going to have to find a way to buy that game. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's one of those oh, that I, I feel like. that's on iPhone, do you think? No. But I bet that's one of those that you can get like on eBay for five bucks. It's not one of those. But I don't even know like, how I would play it. Can you just get like a you can DOS, get a DOS emulator boot, yeah. or something? You Do- can get a DOS, DOS boot. DOS boot. <laughs> you can get a you can get a DOS booter. Booter. <laughs> I gotta go take a booter. DOS booter. DOS booter. Yeah, I gotta find a way to play this game. Oh, that's so good. I think we've talked enough for today. We've talked a lot. Ladies and oh my god, episode thirty four, Ricky Williams. Best running back in the history of Texas football. Okay. I was going to say Shane Vereen, but I'm okay with that. Or Bo Jackson, but I went Ricky Williams. Yeah. This has been episode 34 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you could, go ahead, hit the like button down here. Hit the subscribe button over here. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, do you know that's... Do you, no, that I've right? got it right, yeah, because oh, okay. I checked my thing. Okay. I'm not annotating anything. I'm just pointing to the YouTube yeah, page. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you've been with us since the beginning and you listen to us on audio, thank you so much. You're either finding us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. How you doing? How you doing? S A uh, Google Podcasts. All those other ones. And all those other things. We really appreciate everybody being here and hanging out with us for 34 episodes and more if you've watched our quick hits on YouTube. Uh, we will be back later this week. We're going to do SummerSlam predictions because, yes, we even like you wrestling. still watch wrestling. Yes, and I'm a 30-something-year-old man. I play video games and watch wrestling. Sorry, Jess. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being here for 34 episodes. We hope you'll join us for 35 and for the quick hits in between. But until that time, go ahead and take us out, Sean. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing.